Tonight, I'm Rogue Padron. Han Solo, wife guy. Walk, walk, Jedi fashion, baby. Wedge can demolish me anytime and never trust a <laughs> scarecrow. You know, I was looking at those as you read them, it didn't register until you said that out loud. You have to say it with the right inflection. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Seven, standing by. Rogue Nine, standing by. Rogue Three, standing by. listeners welcome to season 21 mission one episode 165 of rogue god we're old enough to drink we are not just in new zealand amazing yeah i'm so proud of us god we aged (laughs) tonight we are starting the jedi academy trilogy jedi search by kevin j anderson with chapters one through four but before that here's a quick reminder of your hosts if seth rogue seven was a one of my animal crossing villagers she'd be tangy because she yells a lot and i won't let her leave my island just like how seth isn't allowed to leave rogue pod i love tangy so much also she's never allowed to leave my island either she's never allowed she's so good Ash Rogue Nine would be Spike because they're low key, a little rough around the edges, but super kind and support. And they send super kind supportive messages, and is always really happy to see me. Uh, Heath Rogue Three is Marshall because he's really popular for being kind of a bougie hipster. (laughs) I'll take it. And Danny. Rogue Six will not be joining us for Jedi Search, but they would be Kevin because often when they talk, I just think, oh, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, buddy. And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I'm obviously, this is my village, so (laughs) I'm in charge here. (laughs) You're Meg. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm Meggles, I'm in charge here. (laughs) I should check in on my... (laughs) It's been so long. <laughs> been a, it's okay. a year. It's probably they won't be mad. They'll just be like, oh, we missed They'll you. be so happy to see you. Yeah. yeah. Every time I think about doing it, I'm like, I'm going to have to pull so many weeds. You have to pull so many weeds. I love pulling weeds. Yeah, I love pulling weeds. I'll come over, over and pull weeds. Uh, all right. I'll, let's pick a night and you all can come over. Great. And I'll pick you up. Great. Yeah, sounds good. Perfect. Great. <laughs> So speaking of pulling weeds, Ash, speaking was- of pulling weeds, uh, I have a question. <laughs> about Star- okay, um, <laughs> so I guess the only like Star Wars thing of note that came out this week is that Book of Boba Fett has finished filming, 
So I want to know, and they were, and Tamara Morrison talked about. It's, uh, it has finished filming? Yeah, it's finished filming. Um, I, and Tamara Morrison talked about how we're going to get some flashbacks to how Boba got out of the Sarlacc pit. So I want to know what your standing oh theories are for how Boba got out of the Sarlacc pit. I don't fucking care how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> I'm really That's excited for more Sarlacc it. content. Oh my god, I didn't know that he said that. It's really funny. I don't fucking care. I think he didn't get out of the Sarlacc pit. The Sarlacc pit got rid of him. Yeah, I think the Sarlacc pit was like, remember, you're. I think you've learned enough. I think your time is done. Like Jonah and the whale kind of situation. Just kind of yeeted, yeah. yeeted Boba Fett out. It's like, okay, you've achieved like hot day enlightenment. Area. Yeah, like you can leave. For once, I would like Star Wars to be like, you know what? That doesn't need to get explained. I wish. No, I don't know if they too. said we're going to see how he gets out of the Starlight Pit or if they're just like, we're just going to expand on Boba's past and how he got here and where he is and now. Kind of it doesn't matter how he got here. He's here and he's hot. He's like, here <laughs> and I care about him. Don't ruin it. Uh, and it's going to be so stupid. He's going to like slash the Starlight Pit, the Starlight stomach and like crawl. It's going to be so stupid. Not, yeah, I'm going to be mad about the treatment of the Starlight Pit. Because I, I hope he just befriends it. I mean, Star Wars is such a classic like thing of people befriending the monsters and then the monster helping them. So I want Boba to just befriend the Sarlacc. Yeah, yeah. it sounds reasonable. Yeah, to I don't me. need come to know on. how. Come on, I mean, on, I don't need yeah. to know how the Jawas got his armor. I don't need. I want. I don't want to know no. any of that. It was fine no. the way it is. No, right. The Sarlacc eated no, it. We don't need any of it. Just keep telling the story you were telling. It was better. No. It's the only time. A lot of people have actually liked Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. what I'm afraid of is they're gonna be like, "Oh, now Boba Fett is this badass who cut himself out of this." No, like just tell the story you were telling. Yeah, it yeah. was truly the they gave us the only like legitimate version of Boba Fett that's worth liking. And now... yeah. I gotta put my mini tacos in the oven. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I want mini tacos. Shout out to Mini Tacos. Oh, I want. Mini I was about tacos. to put like a timestamp, so I'm editing the show now. So if there's a difference, that's that's yeah. how you know. You I was about to put a timestamp like cut out when he talked about tacos, but I'm I can't I I I don't care. You can't. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. People, no. People need to know. Um, people need to know about the tacos. People need to know about the mini tacos. I would love some mini tacos right now. Um, I, I have. Boba would love some mini tacos when he was in the salad. <laughs> just Boba Fett eating me. Where did those come from, Boba Fett? He just, he just has some in his like belt. It pops you know? out. Yeah. yeah. It's a Mandalorian really? feature. He's got like a portable toaster oven. In his... <laughs> I love that. That's my new, that is definitely my new headcanon. It's just Boba Fett's like. <laughs> yeah, made friends, made good friends with the Sarlacc pit. Shared some mini tacos, um, and everything was great. The they're end. Gonna do, they're going to do some something stupid with it. I don't want to see. I don't want to see the inside it. of a Sarlacc pit. Oh, we're gonna. <laughs> we're gunsta. We're gunsta. It's gonna be real gross. Yeah. Well, I guess there's that for us to look for. Also, I want to say I love that we were like, well, the only Star Wars. Thing that's happening is this TV show wrap filming when there's like a Star Wars animated show that's releasing episodes. Who's watching the Bad Batch though? Be honest. I mean, obviously me. Well, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> look, 
um those two cool ladies from the clone wars turned up and i screamed a lot it was great i forgot their names trace and rava something like that rafa seth sell the bad batch to someone who watched the clone wars and was like this is vaguely interesting but forgot everything <laughs> that happened in the clone wars and is like oh now there's like this specific group of clones we're following i don't know who they are like why would i watch this show to be fair, in the Clone Wars, they only like appeared once or twice, um, because they weren't actually main characters in the Clone Wars. They just like offshoot characters, um, who were just kind of like doing their own thing. I guess Echo's in there, who was like in the Clone Wars. We don't really need to know much about him except that the Separatists like kidnapped him. Fuck it, Echo. He's a clone. Echo. Okay, They're I'm not gonna handle it because I, 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 he's got a whole thing, and I won't get into it because I don't get emotional about the clones. <laughs> it's just, it's. If anything, like it's surprisingly well written, probably because it's not like just written by a dude. It is not um, written by Filoni, I think. Yeah, oh. it's actually written by a lot of different people. Like I think it's been majority woman yeah. creators of the episodes, writers of the episodes. I think so Filoni's just, just like the animation is producer. fucking gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, he's executive producer or something. Um, the animation is fucking gorgeous and it's pretty funny. And also there's a character with an actual like New Zealand accent in there. And it makes it really obvious that the Bradley Baker is not gay. <laughs> it is her. very jarring. I watched the first episode. It is extremely jarring. <laughs> but it, you get used, like, I forgot, like, if you don't watch the Clone Wars or whatever for a while, and then I hear it and I'm like, oh, that's terrible. And then I slowly just get used to it. I'm like, that's not, that's not an accent. That's just it's the clone Bradley yeah. Baker doing a voice. It's just yeah. the designated it's just the animated clone clones. voice. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it whenever I hear them say, whenever just... I hear them say, go ahead. Uh, whenever I hear them say faster, I'm like, faster? Who the fuck does that? It's faster. Dumbasses. Wow. Sorry. Not dumbasses to you, dumbasses to the clones. Okay. 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 But yes. Also to us. <laughs> no, that's how you say it. That's not how we say it. And he's made to say it like us. Anyways, what were um, you going to ask you? Is it a show that someone like me who watched the Clone Wars? years ago and doesn't remember anything about any of it could just pick up and or do I need to go back and I'd say you could probably just pick it up I mean like the best thing to do would watch the Bad Batch arc in the last season which is like four episodes and then move on to this otherwise like a lot of the other stuff is like Eh, you can take it or leave it on watching the Clone Wars. Like, there's references and like recurring characters, but you don't really need to know them to know who they are in this. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I think you sold me. Yes. Good job, Seth. I wasn't doing well with that. <laughs> Thank you. Also, there's a big dumb boy, and I love him. Who's the big dumb boy? Richter. Wrecker. Wrecker. Yeah. There's a character named Wrecker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's a big dumb boy who loves to punch. Oh, we're yeah. losing steam on the selling this to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I forgot that's the same right. thing. Let's, have said let's exit this conversation yeah. and talk about something else. Hmm. <laughs> talk about some bitter stuff. No, we're gonna talk no, about some different stuff. No, this is it's not different. better. This is not. <laughs> we're, we're gonna different Star Wars. It Let's talk about is different. <laughs> different. Okay. So Jedi Academy, Jedi Search, chapters one through four. Whew, I sure forgot. 
these books. Uh, no, I thought we were doing three chapters because I don't know how to read apparently, so I didn't it's read fine. the fourth chapter. <laughs> uh, chapter four, a lot of words didn't really matter. <laughs> chapter one, Han and Chewie are making the castle run. I swear to fucking god. But this time, I feel like every of these this variety of legends books just feels like. It's like, hey, remember that thing from Star Wars that you like in this Star it's Wars? Constantly, love of Darth Vader did this too. Yeah, uh, but this time they don't need to do any reckless flying because Han is an official ambassador being set to Kessel to get on the side of the New Republic. Um, Han briefly spaces out, like, "Wow, why would someone marry me? Wow, I have three kids." And wow, I'm a nice guy now. Wow. Leia said she liked nice men, and oh no, I'm one of them now. (laughs) And uh, Jason and Jaina, who are the twins, the oldest ones, uh, and Anakin, the baby, have been living in some secret place on some secret planet with Winter, but now the twins are going to come to Coruscant where Leia is. When Han and Chewie arrive- I love that like the one unifying thread between legends and canon is that Han and Leia were kind of shitty parents. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you got those two. They probably weren't going to be the greatest. They're they're doing they're doing stuff. Um, so they arrive at the Ma, uh, <laughs> which I I just love the concept of the Ma. Um, but it's this big black space black hole area. It's a it's a space that is surrounded by so many black holes. It's kind of impenetrable. That's near castle, and that's why it's like tough to get around there. Um, and of course, there are some ships that start to fire on them because of course there are. But there are you know Han doesn't know why there'd be Tie Fighters and other Snob Fighters out here, and they think they might be okay. But then an X Wing shows up and fires on them too. Heck. Han is like, how could this? And they were like, when when Han was like, oh, there's an X wing that'll surely help us. I was like, for other people can fly X wings. Like you could just it doesn't just have to be rebels. You could just have an X wing and still be a dickhead. Right. You can just buy an X wing. You can just buy an X wing. Yeah, Tycho did. (laughs) True, Tycho did. (laughs) Tycho bought all of the X wings. He's like, I'm rich from my Isard money. so Han gives up trying to take out all the ships and orders Chewie to take them down to land on Kessel. Their shields are gone and the ships keep firing at them. And eventually he does some more flying. There's so much flying, it's so boring. Um, and I just like when he yells, we're already crashing. And then they crash. <laughs> Chapter one. Best pilot on. in the galaxy, Han Solo. <laughs> Yeah. The thing that kills me is he hands over the flying controls to Chewie, and then apparently Chewie just doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, Chewie's his co-pilot. Chewie clearly knows Chewie how to fly. Chewie knows what to do. I'm like, come on. Uh, so chapter two, Luke walking out of his shuttle like it's the Milan runway. <laughs> He's there to startle the New Republic Senate mid-session. Such a dramatic right. bitch. He's the most dramatic bitch in these books. I love it. <laughs> I feel like Luke is the only one they get right more often. Yeah. yeah. I kind of people thought he was meant to be some serious hero when he's this fucking boy. 
Right. He's he's like, I'm a Jedi. I'm like so fabulous. And I have like the weight of the galaxy on me. And everyone's like, shut the fuck up, Luke. I need you to Luke, stop. we all have the weight of the galaxy on us. Yeah. We're running a government. Right. Leia's like literal entire planets hinge on whether or not I can do my job. So <laughs> So while Luke kind of waits, he thinks about how Imperial City was devastated and how many New Republic soldiers are rebuilding, like Wedge. Like, he, it's basically- Why is it still called Imperial City? Change the name. It's basically- This is post-Thrawn, too. Yeah. It's, so it's like, why is it still called Imperial City? Yeah. They're like, here's the timeline up to this point, which is basically what this part is, because it's like, Return of the Jedi- um, Trissa Bakura, uh, Courtship of Princess Leia. <laughs> Wait, Courtship of Princess Leia? Yeah, like Thrawn Trilogy. Book? Yeah, Thrawn Trilogy, Dark Empire, and then this book. Courtship of Princess Leia gets mentioned in this book. Yes! yes! Just in I'm these so chapters, it's mentioned twice. It's mentioned, yeah. Um, it's a, it's amazing. It's so good. I'm like... Um, was there ever a period of time when we thought Courtship of Princess Leia was good and deserved to be referenced? Yeah, it's right. It's this time. It's right now. It's right this second. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's always in my book. Um, so Luke considers himself a Jedi master now because he's defeated the dark side within himself. <laughs> sure, buddy. Like, oh, okay. Uh, he watches two hawk bats fight over a slug and in their fight, they both lose the slug and also fall to their own deaths, which is just huge yikes. Luke wonders if it's an omen. Yes. He's like, well, with that, it's probably time to go interrupt the sentence. Mini tacos. Nice. They're fucking Sweet. ready. I'm going to be on mute for the next like 20 minutes. Great. <laughs> so the Luke wanders into the Senate and they have that same like Senate chamber that Papa Palpatine used. And Mon Mothma speaking with Leia. Mon Mothma speaking, Leia's beside her, as well as Alliance High Command, which is General Jan Dadana, which we met in the um Cornhorn books. Uh, General General Carlist Reken, who was the commander on Hoth. Uh, the General, nice one. The nice one, yeah. Yeah. General Crix Medine, um, who had the beard. <laughs> from the fake yeah. beard. I remember him. Uh, of course, my bae, Admiral Akbar. And Senator Garmbel Iblis from the Thor. Garm. 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 I'm glad we have a Garm. Um, I... As I was reading this book, I was like, I recognize that person. Yeah, I recognize that person. Recognize that person. Recognize that person. I got to Garm. I was like, who the fuck? <laughs> it's Garm. It's um, Garm. This fucking guy. Basically, Garm and Mon Mothma definitely used to date. And then they had a really messy breakup. And now, and so like, he went off on his own, like, anti-Empire faction. Um, and like, was trying to find the Katana fleet in Thrawn or whatever. Oh, he's trying to find the Katana fleet, right? Yep. I know yeah, who they are. yeah, yeah. And so then they lured him back 
to defeat Thrawn and now he's part of the, the actual New Republic government. So when Mon Mothma calls for a new business, Luke step forward from a dim, steps forward from a dimly lit archway like a goddamn diva. <laughs> he uses the force to project strength in his voice. He struts down the stairs and thinks appearances could deceive, but sometimes appearances could be very important, especially in front of politicians. I like that little moment where he's like, can't go too fast, can't go too slow, gotta walk right. the perfect speed. It's like, bro. Bro, this is not America's Next Top Model. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke gets up to the front and he is like really pompous actually. Talking about how the New Republic needs Jedi in order to remain together and strong and figure out their arguments and petty quarrels. Um, he has two requests for the Senate. One, that they sanction his Jedi search. Eh, that's the name of the book. And two, that he be allowed to establish a Jedi Academy. Uh, Does he really need to ask the Senate for that? He could just do it. Just out of school, man. More of a formality than anything else. It's nice that he's asking. I feel like he would have done it anyway, right? Yeah, that's true. No, if they told him no, he would have done it anyway, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, So Mon Mothma agrees to the first one without more discussion because, like, yeah, go get your robots, like, search for Jetty. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's classified under not my problem. (laughs) Right. She's like, stay out of our business. Uh, But Garm has something to say about the Academy. Of course he does. Fucking Garm. Fucking Garm. He He's kind of right, though. <laughs> he is right. He is kind of right, though, yeah. <laughs> he was also mostly right in Thrawn as well about his... Oh. Like, oh, he's one of those guys. Yeah, where it's like, I hate that you're correct about this, but you're correct about this in the most like arrogant and frustrating way that I don't <laughs> want to give you the credit of being... <laughs> Congratulations, the worst person you know just made a good point. <laughs> like that kind <laughs> of energy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, when like an older middle-aged white man makes a good point, I'm like, fine! (laughs) (laughs) I guess. (laughs) So Garm asks about the dangers of training more and more people in the force, and if that means they would be tempted by the dark side and have like, like, because like even Luke, we all know he went to the dark side, so like, is this really a good idea? Um, And then Luke remarks that it's a risk, but he understands the dark side now and that the Republic will be safer with Jedi than without. Which is kind of exactly what he was thinking in Dark Empire when he went off the fucking handle. Like, it... Yeah. I don't necessarily... And those reasons I thinking of Dark Empire. Yep. That's literally what just happened was Dark Empire. And Luke's like, nah, it's cool. And you're like, Luke, Luke, you just got over the dark side. Like, maybe give it a little time. (laughs) What? (laughs) So Garm sits down, like, thinking about saying something else, but, like, whatever. And He's like, again, that's classified under not my problem. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, you know what? All right. Akbar stands up to back Luke. Jane and Leia agree, and then all the senators are standing. And Mon Mothma is the last serious, but she blesses Luke's future academy and the rebirth of Jedi Knight. And Luke just like applause by Lady Gaga's playing in his head right now. And just <laughs> living for it. The rainbow lights. 
in the forest like, oh God, Luke. <laughs> so chapter three, we switch to Leia's point of view. Um, she's complaining about work, who among us? And she also mentions alien cultural restrictions, makes it hard for democracy. And it's like, that sounds like something colonizers would say. Palpatine found down. So Leia thinks that she did Han a favor <laughs> by granting him a vacation to Kessel. But it's fucking Kessel. Yeah, but doesn't know that he crashed in chapter one. <laughs> okay, one thing, like it's Kessel, not much of a vacation. Another Just thing, let him go Kissel, on a vacation. Some shit's gonna go down. She's, For another thing, she's like, kind of doesn't, a jerk. Don't they have fucking like trauma associated with Kessel? Han especially. She, she's kind of a jerk to Han in this. Well, in the entirety of well, Legends. Well, if he did kidnap her with a gun of command. <laughs> she's paid him back. <laughs> uh, right, like, if if you want to give him a break, just give him a break. Like, maybe he could, I don't know, go see your damn kids. Like... <laughs> yeah, our children need an ambassador. Go for right. Yeah, go be ambassador to a north where our kids are. Um... And she wonders if he has some regrets about marrying her and having to completely change his lifestyle. Um, I feel like Legends had this conversation with them like 20 times. It's a nonstop conversation. So it's been seven years since the Battle of Endor. And honestly, it sounds a lot like 2020, am I right? (laughs) Uh, Leia is working hard doing politics. And her next big task is a meeting with the ambassador from... Carita, home of one of the military imp no home of one of the primary imperial military training bases. Uh, I feel like I recognize that name, but I don't want to yeah. think about it any further. Don't you don't need to, uh, because then you'll think about I Jedi and you don't need to do that. Yeah, I think that's probably why I read that and we nope. Nope. <laughs> Block it out. <laughs> um so then Leia's taking a bath, which like I want whatever like magic robot sonic like it sounds amazing jets that she has that like relaxes her in seven minutes. What is that? What is that? Relaxation in seven minutes. Oh, amazing. That's science fiction, truly. True. That and my favorite other science fiction like mundane thing is from Jupiter Ascending where the sister gets out of the bath and they have that kind of like just weird circle that they wave over her hair to dry it and yes. it's instantly dried and styled and I'm like I want one of those I want that so bad I will the fund sonic bath and the circle thing I will fund whatever development it takes to get one of those perfect hair it saves so much time in the day just whoop and I'm like oh done gorgeous Ugh, make it happen. This is what we should be working on instead of like sending billionaires to space. So Leia is like looking at the beautiful pictures of Alderaan that Han had gotten her and she feels bittersweet about them and she brings up the courtship of Princess Leia. (laughs) She brings it up fondly? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that was such a fun thing. That was such a sweet thing Han did. I, I read that. I read that. I can't believe I like just fucking like my brain just skimmed over that. (laughs) 
I'm so mad. It's your brain's just trying to protect you from anything courtship or Princess Leia related. I love just like no, we can't go back. So stupid. (laughs) The stupidest. Right? She's like, oh, remember how sweet he was when he won that planet for me, and then used a gun of command on me. But like, whatever. We're gonna Um, forget about that part. Yeah, and like she misses him a lot. But she's also blaming Han for not being there, despite her being the one who made him an ambassador and sent him away. I swear, like, Legends could never get Han and Leia's relationship right. It was always like Leia just hated his guts for no reason whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah, no wonder why Han was always like, does she still love me? (laughs) Uh, Also disrespectful, she refers to Bail Organa as her foster father. Wow, That's she would not say that. That is her yeah. father. Anakin ain't her fucking father. She's not no. gonna come back to her dad. Her child Anakin still makes me angry. Okay, like one thing, like people keep being like in the new canon, they're like, oh, it doesn't make any sense that she would name her son Ben. And I'm like, Ben had more positive influence in her life than fucking Anakin. I think right. like, she yeah. heard the stories the of like Ben Kenobi. Yeah, she knew about Ben. I think maybe the idea is either like one of them probably mentioned we wouldn't know each other without Ben Kenobi or Luke named him. Yeah. Well, like, I do think because, like, like, Bale is fond of Kenobi, so he probably told her about being a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And we know that because, like, you know, in her first message to, to, you know, to Ben, right, she talks about how it's like, I've heard all the stories from the Clone Wars, etc. So it's like, it makes sense for her to be like, oh yeah, Ben Kenobi. And he found Luke and he watched over Luke and like... He's a good boy. Sentimental, yeah. And Uh, he's the reason they met, right? Yeah, exactly. Unlike fucking Anakin. I mean, Anakin is also technically the reason they met because he did help them exist. (laughs) But still. And he only helped so much in that he impregnated impregnated yeah he spent a few intimate moments with their mother and then didn't drown them in a lake (laughs) yes would have tried to though so they had to be kept secret (laughs) probably would have drowned them in fucking lava oh worst so she talks she thinks about how she sees her kids like once per quarter um but now that jane and jason are two years old and they have some ability in the forest and so now they're coming to Coruscant. And then Luke shows up for a Jedi training. Luke is mildly disappointed with Leia because he's been trying to train her for so long, but she keeps rescheduling, having to do other things. And so like her progress isn't where he wants it to be. And he thinks that she's blocked um, because as the daughter of Darth Vader, she should be able to do more. Dude, shut the fuck up, she's busy. Yeah, Luke's She's like, running a government. Right. You're just fucking up around the galaxy doing nothing. Turning to the dark side willy-nilly. <laughs> Leia says that she's frustrated. You know, like Han has it messaged. She never gets to see her kids. And like Luke's about to go off on some adventure. And she's like working her butt off for the New Republic. And Luke basically tells her to give up on the government and just train as a Jedi. But... Leia rebukes him, which, hell yeah, uh, because she's needed there, and what she's doing is no less important to what than what Luke's doing, and that she would just like to be with her family more. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, shut up, Luke. Uh, Luke is unmoved. <laughs> <Want to laughs> Luke, come on, man. 
So they just try some exercises for Leia to build up her mental defenses against the Force. Luke finds a spot in her mind that reacts strongly and physically when he gets too close. Leia tries it on him and gets the same reaction. Luke thinks this might be a way to tell if people have Force powers. Cut across to the city. General Wedge Antilles, baby. And his demolition crew. (laughs) Woo! Woo! Like, Wedge, why are you here? I love that you're here, but why are you here? But like, (laughs) this time, his demolition crews are are doing it on purpose and for construction and not just the wraiths. (laughs) It's not just the wraiths breaking shit. (laughs) Yeah. Kel being like, I don't know how to solve this problem. What if we blow it up? <laughs> His demolition crew is straight up just the right. Yeah, it's just the right. And like big, big cranes. I don't know why cranes was what I thought of there. So he's in charge of four like giant ass construction droids. I love the droids. Without describing the droids, I was like, I love these giant fucking things. They're, They're so big. Huge. So one of the construction droids finds a reinforced and shielded room. Wedge knows that it's important somehow, so he orders the droid to stop, and it'll take three days for it to start back up again, so like, this is a big deal. Wedge and his Lieutenant Deegan and a couple teams go to investigate. Wedge gets attacked by a large anchor creature, but thankfully his crew loves him so much and protect him. (laughs) The creature was pissed because the falling rocks from the demolishing crushed her babies, so like, wow. It's I'm like, why did you have to add this, Kevin J. Anderson? It was unnecessary. It was truly unnecessary. <laughs> so they, they realize the place is a lab, probably some kind of interrogation center set up by the Empire, and it could have a lot of good information for the Republic. The next day, Akbar flies Luke and Leia out to see Wedge on site, which, like, Admiral Akbar, I see you just want to... It is not an excuse, you know? He's, you just want to see Wedge. That's fair. Hey. What's up, boo? Um, yeah, because a whole ass admiral being like, let me take you out to this construction site. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Wedge leads him inside the lab he found, which has been thoroughly trashed in the night by the mate of the creature that they murdered. Uh, Luke finds a device he read about that involves sheet crystal paddles and control packs and it reads the aura of people to tell whether or not you're force sensitive. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. I think this, this is a pre, aura? pre or post midichlorian world. When did this book come out? This is pre. This is far. Oh, way pre. Yeah. yeah. yeah like uh, it's amazing 90s. how people are like, midichlorians are so fucking stupid when like this, this, this was happening. This thing is fucking sheet crystal panel. <laughs> like, it yeah, reads just, their aura. Like, yeah, I'm just imagining like Luke with like a band strapped to his head with like two like badminton racket sized paddles made of crystals and just like waving it around at people to be like, let me test your aura. And it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like people hate the midichlorians, whatever the fuck, they can shut the fuck up. But this book is like, ah, yes, Jedi traits are like, like, descended from people they're genetic and i'm like shut the right. fuck up luke and it's magic it's like at least with midichlorians it's like midichlorians don't cause force powers they're just right. prevalent in people that have the force yeah right yeah, it doesn't explain why certain people have the force it's just a it's mo- just a mocker of it yeah 
Yeah, and nope. Now we get crystals. Now we get crystals and genetic crystals and auras. (laughs) We get auras. Luke is a new age like white witch. Like I need to massage your aura back into place. He's trying to see who's a star child. He's gonna curse the moon. (laughs) I say star child. (laughs) Gonna lose my shit. Luke Skywalker, star child. I hate it. Jedi Master. Um, and so apparently this was something that Papa Palpatine's troops used a lot during the Jedi Purge because anyone can use them. It doesn't require any force sensitivity on the user's part. Uh, and so it was used for bad things. Luke tests it out on Leia, Wedge, and Akbar, and then has Leia use it on him. He and Leia have little, like little holograms of their bodies pop up. And Leia and Luke have ones that have a bright blue corona in them, but Wedge and Akbar do not. And so he assumes that this means that like people with force powers will have that blue corona and people with force no, with no force powers won't. And this can actually be useful for finding Jedi, but like not- Do you imagine mer- if like, this is how you find out Wedge has been force sensitive this entire time? <laughs> that would be so sensitive. funny. <laughs> force sensitive he would have been like huh <laughs> i thought i'd be like no no i'm not no that thing's not working it's, uh, i don't want to be like i don't want to be like corn horn <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but i'm just imagining like luke scanning him it comes up and luke like like eyes wide <laughs> big smile and wedge is like absolutely the fuck not no no <laughs> No, because like, yeah, him? no, like wax the petals out of his hands. Him, <laughs> this guy. Are you sure? This thing's broken. This is broken. But just yeah, like it doesn't work. Steps on it on the ground. Like I'm not a Jedi. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Uh, Luke then asks Wedge if he can mind touch him, and Wedge hesitates at first, but then sees his crew watching. So he agrees in his most manly manner. <laughs> Come on, Wedge, you're better than that. Wedge. Yeah, bro, you can touch my mind, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, do whatever you want, bro. I, I can take it. Um, <laughs> when Luke touches his nub, uh, <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> Wedge doesn't even feel Luke doing anything at all. Is so. Luke going to keep referring to it as a nub? I think so, and great. There's a lot of There's a lot of nubs out there for Luke to touch. <laughs> and Wedge just being like, I didn't even feel anything. It's like, oh, Luke, you suck at this. So, chapter four, at least the ship didn't explode on impact, meaning the Falcon. Uh, the main lesson here is wear your seatbelt because Han wasn't wearing his seatbelt and Han and Chewie are very badly injured and because it's Han Solo things get worse as a boarding party forces their way in Han recognizes a scarecrow man named Skin Skinzix <laughs> Skinzix why are there so many X's in this name <laughs> so many X's <laughs> it's offensive Skinks next. Skinks next. Skinks I I figured out a way to say it last night that I do not remember. So, <laughs> all right. 
he tells Han that things are going to get a lot worse and knocks him out. When Han wakes up, he thinks about how he made the Kessel Run. Uh, because fleeing from, like, it's Han's dumb story. Like, he was fleeing with the spice shipment he got from Morth Duel, a frogman who's in charge of skimming black market spice from Imperial Production here on Kessel. And he's an official there, or was an official there. But, like, ah, Han Solo's dumb story, how he got to the how he got to the original trilogy. Um, don't give a fuck, Han. No, we all know it. Uh, there's a prison medical droid and he tells Han to cease your thermal convulsions, which is great. And he does hear Chewie, so at least we know that Chewie's alive. And the next time Han wakes up, it's because Chewie's hugging him and they're in some kind of weird prison pit and there's a giant dead spider crab thing, which is apparently how they describe a rancor. <laughs> I would never describe a rancor using the word spider or crab. <laughs> There's literally so many rancors. There's so many rancors in courtship. <laughs> they have a good reference of rancors. And, and also, they're, not, and they're in the movie, so they know what rancors look like. <laughs> they're not referred to as spiders nor crabs <laughs> they don't look like spiders or crabs i have one right next to me and it does not look like either of those things it doesn't look like those things a rancor or a crab <laughs> a crab yeah mix on a crab Steph has a rancor. a rancor that can be friends oh perfect <laughs> don't look alike (laughs) yeah they do not having compared them visually they do not so they did the thing of Han had seen many more rancors on the planet Dathomir during his courtship of Princess Leia (laughs) they just fucking said the title stop me if you've heard that one I did see That one I didn't see, but um, I think I was on my sleeping pill. Leonardo DiCaprio meme, like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I was on my sleeping pill when I read that, so I forgot until right this moment, and now I'm excited again. Yeah, they just they're gonna keep bringing it up, and it's the best. So apparently, this prison on Castle is also a zoo. (laughs) There's lots a terrible, terrible zoo, and there's lots of animals along with the sentient creatures. Han thinks about Scarecrow, because I'm not saying his real name anymore, who was a thief and assassin and was the contact man between Duel and the smugglers. The door opens in the pen and speak of the devil, it's Scarecrow. He asks Han why he came to spy on them and he's pleased when Han remembers him. Scarecrow takes Han and Chewie to Duel's office uh, and Duel has a dude in carbonite hung on his wall, super tasteful. Uh, Duel is a ribbit, which is obviously a frog people species because Star Wars is uncreative. A ribbit. Ribbit. And he looks like a frog man. <laughs> frog man. Ribbit. And he dresses in reptile skins and has a bright yellow cravat, which means that he's down to fuck. <laughs> I remember 
the one episode where Saf trying to describe someone wearing a cravat and we were all like, what's a cravat? But she could only describe it by saying it's a cravat. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, I still don't know the way to describe it. It's a cravat. <laughs> a scarf. Well, an ascot, yeah. An ascot. Yeah. See, I don't know. I didn't know what the fuck an ascot was. So this not a cravat. <laughs> so Duel is really set on murderizing Han and Chewie, but Han tries to get an explanation of like what the heck happened on Kessel. Apparently, Jabba used Han's whole thing to try to take out Duel, who he was already mad at. And instead, Duel, who had paid off the prison guard, staged a revolt. He's firmly in charge now, but very, very paranoid. Duel thinks Han is a spy, you know, a spy who broadcasted his arrival and his New Republic diplomat status. Great spy. Um, and was only there for recon. <laughs> Wow. Really doesn't expect Oh, my name is Han Solo, diplomat of the New Republic, total spy. (laughs) I'm also not a spy. (laughs) So definitely not a spy. Definitely not a spy. Um, Han tries to tell him, like, no, I'm not a spy, but Duel's like, I'll figure out your secrets. (laughs) Um and Duel takes a hit of the most pure form of the drug glitter stim, which will enhance his abilities enough. To detect truthfulness out of someone, I think. Bro, I think you're just getting like high. Nickname for Adderall, you know. Yeah, or you're just getting high and thinking that you can read his aura. <laughs> the one, all it is. the one cool mechanic. No, it's not cool. Like this is obviously <laughs> drugs. This is obviously this, this is just, a lot of drug doing drugs. This is going to be a lot of drug talk in this book. Um, they try to like pretty it up. By being like he has to hold the glitter stem up to the light to heat it up to make it effective and so that's where it gets its name because like it's really pretty but like it's just a fucking drug sometimes you have to heat up drugs to put them in you um so we're gonna be fun fact listeners we're gonna be talking about the war on drugs probably during these episodes and how it doesn't work i have a large academic show does not um, so then he probes Han's mind. So much mind probing in these first four chapters. He probes yes. Han's mind and Han once again tells him like the exact truth of what he's been, what's been going on. And <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get the truth out of you. And Han's like, I, I told you the truth. This is the truth. And uh, Scarecrow and Duel panic because, oh shit, he is telling the truth and we fucked up bad. Um, and decide that the best thing to do is to kill Han and Chewie and cover up their arrival like they got swallowed by the maw. To be fair, not a bad plan. Not a bad plan, but also relies on him just telling all the fighters of like, hey, forget Han Solo was here. And like, <laughs> I don't really yeah. trust pilots to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't trust um people who'd be working for someone on Kiso. Yeah, no, you can't trust. Yeah. So, and of course, as a villain, rather than killing them outright, they'll be sent to the deepest parts of the mines to work until they die. If you don't want people to know that he's here, don't make him stay here any longer than he has to. See more people. 
like when he's like okay killing them pretending they could die in the more that's smart i'm like yeah okay that's smart you've got some problems with it but it's not a bad plan and then he's like and then we keep them here until they die and i'm like no you fucked it up you ruined the plan this is the whole james bond villain thing where it's like i have this really elaborate plan where you're tied up and like water's dripping and then it'll cause a candle to burn through a rope and like then a guillotine will swing down slowly and it's like just fucking just shoot him him. just shoot him just shoot him you pull out a gun and shoot him you don't have to be like sometimes people want to be extra yeah it comes back and bites yeah, every time. Every time. Never be extra. If you're trying to kill your nemesis, never be extra. And they say, what are you going to do? Shoot me? You shoot them. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. If anyone <laughs> ever says, what are you going to do? Shoot me. I'm going to be like, yes. Now that you've said that, I have. Now that you've said that, I'm, I'm double going to shoot you. <laughs> yeah. Are you absolutely. challenging me? Is that a challenge? Thank you for presenting that as an option. <laughs> right. I didn't even think about that. I had this plan set up. I don't, I don't have a gun. I hadn't thought about it, but now that you mention it. Someone give me a gun. I'll just take shoot your gun guy. and shoot you with your own gun. Boom. Boom. All right. So that's, that's the first four chapters of Jedi Surge. Not a lot happened, but a lot of setup for the rest of this adventure. A lot of setup. Wow. This is gonna be a fucking wow. This is gonna be a book. I can tell from this first one chapter. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we never talk about the Kessel Run ever again. God, if I have to hear that. Whenever I see Kessel Run, I was like, we already have solo. I know this was written before solo, but I'm also just still like, we already have solo. You we know already the had the move the ri- the Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, we had the you solo. know what the worst thing about legends is? All Granted, that. there's a lot of this in, t- in New Canon too, but especially books of like this era pre-prequel books there was a lot of like remember that movie star wars that you like remember that mm-hmm. movie star wars remember that line that han says remember that about one him? line that yeah ne- was never explained let me explain it remember when han about- said never tell me the odds that's just a corellian thing corellians don't like odds <laughs> yeah corellians hate odds now <laughs> it's the funniest thing in the, the fucking e- world the eu for a long time was just mansplaining it yeah. was it, it really, really was, was. Yeah. one thing i hate about the Kessel Run is that I can explain how he made it in less than 12 parsecs and it makes me so mad that I know the answer to it. It makes me so mad that the answer makes sense and that I know it. Yeah. It makes me so happy that I don't know the answer. Yeah, and I will never explain it. I never do. I'm going to let you live in that that (laughs) fucking bliss. Live in your blissful ignorance. (laughs) I I know enough to be the obnoxious guy who's like, "Mm, Barnsike is a measure of time, not distance or what. It's just that's not time. Yeah. Why you fucked it up, Heath? I don't care. No, Heath, Heath, never even say that because then someone will explain it to you. Just say who gives a Uh, fuck. Speaking of parsecs, should we do listener responses? (laughs) Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Last time we asked you all to draw a picture of Kairos. And some of you did, some of you didn't. And we're not about to try to do this in an audio format. If you want to do a Twitter search for at Rogue Padron and look at the sketches yourself, we should probably retweet them all. Have at it. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Yeah, we'll retweet them for easy access. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great suggestions. <laughs> I was just like, eh, they'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find it, you'll find it. Um, this week, 
We are asking something. <laughs> does anyone have a question they want to ask? Oh no, today? Danny's the one who normally does this. Oh god. Yeah, Dan, D- Danny always has my back with this. Danny oh, like sometimes I do. So but... always scrolls down and adds a question. Uh, um. Uh, I okay okay okay. Um, outside of Han Solo. Who is the most wife guy character in all of Star Wars? Great, great question. Great question. Great question. And show your work. I mean, Anakin was for a while. Like mm-hmm. you, you can't just name a character. Show your work. Right, you have to say why. Yeah. Why, why are they a wife guy? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> why are they a wife guy? I need to think about this. Yeah, this oh, yeah. requires some thought. I need some time. Yeah, I do need some time. Um, I'm also gonna say we're gonna give a little. <laughs> I love. Every... I love that every single week we're like, I need to think about this. Yeah. And then next week we're gonna be here and be like, oh, I haven't thought oh, about. I this forgot since. to think about it. <laughs> uh, oh, um, we suck. Um, I'm gonna say we're gonna give a glistening unmasked Kairos to every single person who drew a picture for us. Yes. And it looks like your picture. Whatever you drew. Your picture. Yes. So yeah. the unique. Everyone gets one their own special. They are the special Kairos. Limited are... edition one of one. Congratulations. Yeah. Who needs NFTs when you've got Road Podron Awards? <laughs> I was just going to say, sell it as an, an, as an NFT. Do not sell it as an NFT if you want us to respect you. Yeah. Or if you want to live, I guess. Or if you want <laughs> the world will like, be destroyed if you do that. So don't do that. Yeah. It wasn't a threat. It was just telling you about... It wasn't a threat. It was just a promise. It wasn't a personal threat. It was just, you know, yeah, a promise. Yeah. It's just a general promise of like the state of the universe. Yeah. Obviously. Oh boy. All right. All right. Excuse me. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's my job. (laughs) It's been so long. I know. It's been like 10 days. (laughs) If you want to answer our week, this week's listener question, you can find us on twitter at rogue Padron. our website is roguepodron.com our email is roguepodron at gmail.com oh fuck i thought of a really funny joke and now i've lost it um <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear the bullshit we talk about on our patreon not on our patreon on our discord you can subscribe to our patreon at patreon.com slash roguepodron um i feel like i had another gag in there but i've forgotten it now next time Next time, it's fine. Oh, yeah, listen to us on Feedburner, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcatcher is. If you steal a Stormtrooper's helmet, sometimes you'll hear us filtering through that. Creepy. Mm. It's pretty creepy. That's why they always miss us, because they're too busy laughing at us. They're too busy laughing at Rogue Padron. Yeah, that's why they suck at shooting. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Sucks for (laughs) y'all. Okay. So, next time on Rogue Padron is Jedi Academy Trilogy, Jedi Search, Chapters 5 through... And with that, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash out. It's amazing how much shorter these episodes are. Yeah, because the writing is not dense. Quick and to the point. Quick and to the point. Quick and to the point. It's because there's a lot of words that you can ignore in these books. Sure are. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I like see myself. I was like, I was like, okay, it's gonna take me a while to read four chapters. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set aside a couple hours, and then I read it like, right, like really fast. I was like, never mind. Yeah, written, it just... written by simps for simps. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Skywalker <laughs> simps. Oh, oh thank god i'm still recording <laughs> perfect <laughs> great great Thank you.